Hey, history lovers. I'm Mike Rosenwald with Retropod, a show about the past rediscovered. Ten months after the Civil War ended, a woman named Elizabeth Williams was trying to piece her life back together. Now living in California, Elizabeth was looking for answers from her past. Before the war, she was enslaved. She had four children, but she was separated from them decades earlier after she was sold. The last time she saw them was 25 years earlier in Woodbury, Tennessee. Now a free woman, Elizabeth was determined to find them. Information wanted by a mother concerning her children. She placed an ad in the Christian Recorder, a Philadelphia paper with a large black readership. Lydia, William, Allen, and Parker, who lived about six miles... The Recorder was the official newspaper of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, which, according to the church's history, significantly expanded its membership across the South during Reconstruction. Elizabeth wasn't alone in her quest, or, it turns out, how she searched. She has never seen the above-named children since. Any information given concerning them, however, will be very gratefully received by one whose love for her children survives the bitterness and hardships of many long years spent in slavery. Torn apart and seeking help to reunite with their loved ones, former slaves placed notices in Black-owned newspapers across the country. These notices were known as last-seen ads. These ads were so heartbreaking. Like, I I went through dozens of them. And um, in many cases, it provides this... uh, detail of the desperation of of families that were torn apart by slavery. That was Deneen Brown, who first reported on the last seen ads for the Washington Post. The process of separating children from their parents was cruel and heartbreaking. In his autobiography, abolitionist and former slave Henry Bibb described an emotional scene at a slave auction. A mother clinging to her baby while being whipped with a lash. Why? Because she refused to put her baby down and climb an auction block. Finally, Bib wrote, the poor child was torn from the mother while she was sacrificed to the highest bidder. In their ads, formerly enslaved black people listed any clues that might help connect them to estranged family members. Physical descriptions, names of former slave owners, locations, where family members were last seen, dating from 1863 to 1902. Sometimes they took up whole columns and even entire pages of a newspaper. Most of the ads were placed in the Christian Recorder, but black-run newspapers in New Orleans, Charleston, Cincinnati, and Nashville ran them as well. Some of the ads were left intentionally vague. People signed their ads as anonymous or provided sparse contact information. That's because even after President Abraham Lincoln declared enslaved people in Confederate states to be freed, they were suspicious about the terms of the emancipation, fearing that releasing any personal information could get them returned to slavery. But other ads contained specific, 
telling details of life after slavery. In the New Orleans Southwestern Christian Advocate newspaper, a woman named Betty Davis wrote of being separated from her mother when she was three. I am now 55 years of age. I learned how to read when I was 50. I take and read the newspaper. It is food for my soul. I am anxious and would be glad to hear something of my mother or my brother. Someone help me. Historians say it's unclear how many matches were made from the newspaper notices. But genealogists and researchers say the last seen ads helped break down the so-called 1870 census wall. Before that year's census, there were very few official records of black people in the United States. They were often listed as property, with a checkmark or a number by those who owned them. The ads, however, placed black people together in family units before 1870. They tell real stories of real people with real names. Those searchers lucky enough to find family members with last seen ads sometimes submitted their good news to the very same newspaper, like Alcee Boone in August of 1886. She wrote a letter to the editor of the Southwestern Christian Advocate. I have found my mother through the dear Southwestern. God bless you and your paper. It resurrects the forgotten, the lost can be found. I'm Mike Rosenwald. Thanks for listening. This episode was adapted from a story written by Deneen Brown for The Washington Post. Special thanks to Deneen Brown, Charity Brown, and Jillian Jarrett for reading the last seen ads in today's episode. For more forgotten stories from history, visit WashingtonPost.com slash Retropod.